is Thursday night, 11.15. I just had dinner. Sense is burning. The lights are low. My feet are up. I wanted to talk about... I want to talk about... This guy named Federico who started writing to me on MySpace 13 years ago or so. And, um, I don't know that there's a point to the story. I've already recorded this once and I listened to it and I thought, well, what's the point of that? But I can't think of the point. It was just one of those things. This guy started writing to me um, way back in the, you know, before Facebook was even was going, I think. I think it was going, but just for college students at the time. And so I was still on MySpace, and this guy started writing me. He was, he was quite young and, and uh, you know, male model, good looking. I mean, I don't. I'm not good at gauging how good looking men are, or but but some you just know, right? So uh, when I say how good looking men are. I mean, I guess, how they would appeal to women. I can't, I hardly, but some guys you just know, this guy's really good looking. This guy was really good looking. Started writing to me. Uh, he was gay. Uh, he was definitely interested in me, but he was also very intelligent and personable and would just let things kind of, you know, uh, what? He just dropped little things here and there. And I, over time, I pieced a little bit about him, but I, I never learned his last name. Um, and, you know, at some point, he was, he, you know, he was very clear. He's interested in me personally. In fact, he, just, he, he wrote to me. He said, I stumbled on your profile, and I thought you were the most beautiful man I have ever laid eyes on. Um, very flattering, um, of course, and, and, and I, you know, I, I'm sure by then I'd made it clear I had a, you know, I was straight and all that, and there was like zero chance of anything happening. But, um, but then, you know, he, and I had music on the MySpace page, and uh, he started really getting on my case about, you know, why wasn't I pushing my music harder? And why was I holding back? And this went on for a while. I mean, he was really... Uh, I remember he wrote one day in huge... or not huge, but in capital letters, which can seem huge, right? What are you afraid of? Question mark. I still can see that... To this day, that was probably 2008, 2009. What are you afraid of? Good question. Um, he was, we were in correspondence as uh, Maya came back into my life after her husband died. And this, and, and by now she had a, a daughter who was one year old who uh, 
I still consider to be, you know, and I love like one of my own. Uh, she's 13 now, Sophia. And, uh, you know, I've talked a lot about, you know, to, that to um, Federico. I remember I wrote a piece of music for Maya called uh, Maya Dream 817, Chloe Flashing. And it was, it was a part of a Christmas present. I got her a really lovely uh, Chloe print uh, woodcut. And I, I wrote a piece of music so she could listen to the music and look at the picture. And, uh, and when he heard it, he, he said, I hope she, she knows how much you love her when she listens to that piece of music. He was very perceptive. And um, he had friends, I know. He seemed to travel. He never mentioned work. So I don't know if there was money there or what. Uh, he did seem to be kind of a jet setter. Um, at another point, I was recording just acoustic songs. I'd kind of let go of a lot of the stuff. I talked about that plenty here already. And I sent him a, you know, uh, the, you know, the, first, I guess, demos for my first acoustic album. And he wrote back and said, I've take, I, I know Quincy Jones through Michael, meaning Michael Jackson. He was, you know, he was the right age to have been a friend of Michael's back in the day, a little young friend. So, and, uh, I, nothing ever came of that, but I have no reason to think it didn't actually happen. This is one of these strange things. I mean, I remember having dinner with Maya right after she told me that. She said, do you think it could be true? And I said, Maya, if I'm, we're back together, anything's possible. Yeah, this guy taken my music into... Quincy Jones could have happened. You never know. But, it, I don't know, it was just funny. It, I, maybe it's all made up. Now, actually, this is the first time, right this moment, is the first time I've ever doubted it. That maybe the guy was just making everything up. But I don't know, because he, he was so interesting and, and uh, insightful looking. In other ways, I just don't think he'd waste his time screwing around with someone else, but like me. But uh, so eventually, Federico just kind of faded away. I mean, he knew I was with Maya, and uh, I was busy with Maya, and then we got busy with iPhone photography, and that kind of took over, you know our lives for a while, still still is certainly part of mine. So Federico, if you're still out there, you know, please get in touch. Um, I have to say, you know, uh, he was very encouraging and a lot of things he said really helped me during some times of uh, uncertainty and, uh, and uh, 
hopelessness, whatever. So it's funny how people come into our lives and, and go away, even if they were just virtual the whole time. He was definitely a presence for a while. So um, this is Knox, and I hope I'm still in your life, because I want to be there. Well, we're riding the wild bubble together.